0: Welcome to Nature versus Nurture, an insight podcast. He's rattled. This podcast is about the who, what, when, where, and why of nutrition.
1: You really want to know what's a big, what's not a big fucking help?
0: Humans are a complex organism, and we're getting down to the nitty gritty of
2: it. Honestly, guys, this is the first time I've ever really talked about it in a public forum. Right? I don't know, man, I've been doing some serious, serious reading on... And I, that's big for me, first of all, is reading. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm impressed already. Right, so that's the only thing you
3: get out of this diet, Greg, it's worth it.
2: That's right, right? Greg, like, Greg you, you can read. Greg probably <laughs> <laughs> read. This diet made Greg read. He can read. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm missing. <laughs> I just need to get a diet to read. <laughs> tell, the, <laughs> tell the kids. No, Greg's uh, no longer literate. Man, I'm looking into the carnivore stuff, man. It is making a lot it's of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making yeah. a lot of freaking sense, man. Yeah. Just when he hits with, like, he even – there's a, a good site on that uh, Dr. Paul Sal Saladino or Paul Saladino or something like that, and he basically – rebuttals the whole game changers show that was on netflix like, oh
1: yeah 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 yeah.
2: cherry-picked yeah. everything like oh, yeah. gl- the gladiator thing was interesting because i was like that was like sold me like gladiators only eat vegetables but he's like yeah and they were also fat and they wanted to be fat because it yeah. would protect them from like cuts yeah they would get cut with a blade and it wouldn't cut nerve damage or muscle oh, damage yeah. it would cut the fat so they wanted to be fat i'm like that makes a whole lot of sense actually <laughs> Is that yeah. is that a is that a video?
3: Is is that a, a no, book?
2: no? Just go to. It, but Paul guy's got a book, but he's got a blog on it. That just says because because my sister,
3: I, I was at my sister's today, and she's complete vegan be- since that show. She's she's turned and she she's never stopped since. Like she f- fully believes that show, hmm. and not that I, I mean she feels great. She says, I mean, and it works for her. But yeah, I'd like a wanna- lot
1: a lot of the changes, though, that people experience is what they're not eating. And that's both in the carnivore right. and in the vegan. So really, it's just – at the end of the day, it's kind of the shit you're not eating inflaming you, and now you're getting more nutrients. And, and again, like everybody's different with digestive systems. So both camps are right. Believe it. Like both camps are right. There's there's so, solid science and data that support. But vegans tend to be a little bit more hearty, heartfelt. You know, um, it's emotion.
2: It's an emotion. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. emotionally driven. It's whereas, and, and um, what else, Not emotionally, but what's the other one that said? Um, uh, emotionally, but um,
3: it's, it's like CrossFit. People that do CrossFit, they're just mental. Yeah, they're zealots. They're yeah. it's it's almost like a religious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
1: but um, uh, with with the carnivore and the um, even the paleo movement and ketosis. Too, it's more scientific. Like ketosis has been around since the 1800s. Like they first documented putting people into ketosis for grand mal seizures associated to um, associated to uh, epilepsy, and they found that there was a massive decrease and in both frequency and severity. And so, I mean, really, when it comes to research diets, the the, the keto diet is probably one of the most. But a lot of the keto diet, um, what they would have been looking at, and this goes back to what Greg's doing, because I've 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 been researching the uh, the uh, the meat movement, the, car- the carnivore diet now for probably Damn. two two and a half years. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a, an incredible doctor who's an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, Sean Baker. Baker. Yeah, I've been and reading his stuff, man. I you just should got you should listen. You should listen to some of his stuff. Like it makes sense, and then he references other doctors that are supporting this and see the, the science behind it. Like the, what it does is it basically just shoots like vegans can shoot holes in, in, but it's not the same kind of science that they shoot holes into the, the carnivore diet.
0: Hold on. And just quick thing. Why don't we make this the podcast? Sure. Let's do it. Welcome to nature versus nurture an insight podcast. This podcast is about the who, what, when, where, and why of nutrition.
2: Continue. The next. <laughs> Continue. You're allowed now. Don't, you're now.
0: You're allowed. Your now that we've just completely <laughs> derailed the thought, let's, let's jump in and talk that's, about. Good, that's great. Good thing Greg. I was fucking Dude. recording already. God. So,
1: so what Greg is saying, what Greg is just, uh, illus- not illustrated. What he's shown us is that intermittent fasting is not a cure for ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> The only vegan diet does that. Dang, I'm on the wrong one. <laughs> <line. laughs> but it's 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 cool that you're saying that, Greg, because um, you're right. Like every diet is again, we we have to step back, and this is what happens when people get privy to information when when they are privy to information. It's like when you read a book. Um, everybody's reading, you know, Wheat Belly and and all of these different books that have come out. They come out seasonally, pretty much every year. There's a new book that comes out that. Vilifies a particular nutrient, and then you know uh, uh, everybody's focusing on this. It's it's trendy stuff, and it's just marketing. But so what? What I'm proposing, what I'm what I'm trying to get people to fully understand after 20 years of being in this, is that the carnivore diet is a tool, ketosis is a tool, right. veganism it's not a religion, it's not a way of life, it's a tool. It's it's it's, it's just simply a way that you feed your body and. If you try veganism and veganism works for you, then obviously it was the right tool for that renovation, for that job, right? So what's happening is, is you, if you can envision a group of contractors sitting around and every, every one of them has a different tool and they're all fucking arguing about which one is the best tool, but really anybody from the outside who's got this broad perspective like Insight does can step in and say, okay, well, listen, it depends not on the tool but on the renovation. And that's why I keep telling people, Guys, it's not the food that's curing you. It's the food matching you. It's the unique organism, right? So, you know, you you have to look at that. What are you trying to heal? What are you working with? Like, I've got clients right now that are in ketosis, my daughter included. She's out of ketosis now, but I put her into ketosis to heal her Crohn's, right? And now she's walking around a beautiful, vibrant young lady, uh, you know, able to go to university, unmedicated, asymptomatic, which means no symptoms. Okay. Huge. And I've, I've got people that are working. And what I did is I cut out her vegetables and I cut out her grains and I cut out her dairy and she eats meat and fruit basically and some sweet potato and stuff like that. Right. So it just, but in order to find out what works for her, I, I created almost like a scientific experiment and she just ate meat. She ate meat and eggs for almost three months and her wow. health improved guys. Didn't go down, improved. Wow. And now, you know, that's just unsustainable. So now she eats meat and eggs and bacon and sweet potato and potato and rice sometimes, but she's gotten away from fruits and she eats a shit ton of vegetables. But anyway, I'm 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 getting away from it. But what's happening is is that we're jumping too quickly and we're looking at okay, I've got this hammer so I can do everything with this hammer. But the hammer's probably it's I mean, it's a really good tool. You guys have heard me talk about this before. But what happens is we get so friggin' Kung Fu death grip on that hammer that we're not willing to pay attention and learn how other tools may work because there's going to come a point where you're going to need to change what you're renovating, right? right? You're done the kitchen. You can't sit in the kitchen and build more of the kitchen, like too much of a good thing. You guys, it's all about moderation. So Greg's intermittent fasting right now is working for him right now. And that's phenomenal. But what happens is when intermittent fasting stops working, then there's no place to go. Then you're just lost and confused. And then what happens? You go back to the previous 30 plus years of eating, bad habits, because you haven't, right? So it'd be like, okay, I'm gonna renovate renovate my house. You go out, you buy everything for the kitchen, and then you're done the kitchen, but you've never set up or you're called the contractors or got the materials to do your living room. So now you're caught and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? How do I transition into my living room from my kitchen? So right. this is this is what I'm talking about when it comes to these these diets, where you can read online the pros and cons about any single one. It's crazy. It's it's like religion. You can go in and you can look at, you know, some of the horrible things that Christianity has done over the over the centuries, right? And they're like, Well, I want no part of that. And then you can go into Buddhism and then you can go into all these, right? And all of them have greatness to them. They all have you know, similar properties and, and qualities. But
0: right? And then it's you get dangerous the that thing are, to get into. Let's just, <laughs> let's away from no, no, religion. Uh, I know where you're but, headed, but like yeah. carefully.
1: But this this is dangerous, guys. Because yeah, you know, right, when though. you start talking about food, finances, vaccines, and religion. Yeah. dude you're 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 literally yeah. like it, it's a shit song oh, because honestly
2: i i you know i i can i can vouch for that because i've been i'm so excited about this i've been reading about it i'm going nuts and i'm talking to other people about it and they're almost getting offended yeah. they're like yeah. like they're getting offended at me like like i'm attacking them like a personal attack and that's yeah that's not what i'm trying to do i'm just like brain dumping everything that i'm learning do you mean and yeah. excited about it but they're all like like what do you mean? I can't eat. Like, what do you mean? Vegetables are bad for you. What do you mean? I don't only fiber? I'm just like, well, these are the things I'm reading. I mean, like, these are yeah. the things like. Yeah. But so, so it's like it's, I, they're totally the people. It's it's very very like emotional. Like, it's it's your base. It's your it's your it's who you who you are. It's what your belief. It's your right. beliefs is what it is, and that's that's the big thing. Changing someone's beliefs is must dude, forget
3: man. it,
1: forget it, right? right? Changing like they, they used to burn people to stake for even thinking that the world was round. You know what right. I mean? Like people hate their their dogmatic convenient way of thinking you know doubted and when you create that then plant that seed people automatically the knee-jerk reaction is to get offended by it that's why like with with the the community that we have it's about people individuals doing their own thing and just reporting like you know their their weekly check-ins and things like that they they they're talking about their experience more so than how they're doing it you notice that you know, the people that, that report or, or do their check ins to the group, they're not talking about what they're doing, right? You know, there's four or five people that are in ketosis. There's a couple of vegans that are in there. Yeah, right. um, but they're not talking about how they're achieving their goals. They're just talking about the goals that they're achieving there, and, right. right? Like where they're going, wh- what they've accomplished this week, the struggles yeah. that they've had. On a related For next week.
0: Did you see yeah. some of the before and after pictures people are sharing? They're pretty awesome. Like awesome it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. six to what are we? Six weeks into the eight week challenge. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. insane. Awesome. Some of the yeah. differences between like Matt's picture, his his belly, and some of the other people just oh, yeah. wow, yeah. Like, it looks so much better. Oh yeah, crazy differences.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's just and, and all that is that's that's Joel's workouts. So Matt's been committing to doing Joel's workouts plus plus he's getting out and feeling better. But he's just got what I would classify as just a balanced meal plan. So he's hitting his macro goals. And this is something I I need to talk about as well is, you know, at the end of the day, your body still needs that paycheck. And I think where weight loss and optimal health kind of get confused is that, you know, often, quite often, we put the body... Into a weight loss scenario because we're we're putting the cart before the horse. We think okay, we're going to feel better when we lose weight, yeah. and we we really force the body quickly into that scenario without nurturing the body and 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 teaching it how to get there safely. Um, and I find that that's a big issue. You know, the dog chasing the car. We don't realize what we have to do when we get there to sustain this. And I think that's where a lot of these. You know, and, and Greg and I have talked candidly about this regarding you know some of the uh, some of the top thinkers of our time, intermittent fast or or our OMAD one meal a day type people, but they didn't get there overnight. And if you look at them, they're not Adonises, like they're not in, you know intense athletes lifting weights and stuff like this. So again, there's always these three pillars that we need to coordinate. It's you, your physiology, your your how you digest food, what your body needs to maintain its genetic you know, uh, blueprint, the food that you have available to you, and the environment in which you live in. Are you a collegiate you know, football player, or are you a collegiate in endurance runner, or are you a stay-at-home mom, or do you work a nine-to-five or at the, uh, for the government? You know what I mean? Sitting at a desk, uh, yeah, typing right. in code, right? So those, those things all need to be considered before you choose your
3: tools, right? Because again,
1: your tools have
3: to match. And that's what we're here for, right? We're providing all the right tools to put in your toolbox. Well, exactly. And I like
0: what um, Greg said about gladiators too, because there's like a complete difference sort of referencing the uh, difference. Yeah. Well, not only Hollywood, but the difference between a desk job and then like Neil, what you used to do, you're sort of a prime example of you used to be a firefighter and then going from firefighting to your relatively sedentary job now. So you'd have a completely different diet and a completely different daily structure than you would have back then.
1: Without a doubt. Like it's funny you mentioned that Ben, because uh, after firefighting, right, I went in and took on uh, nutrition full time, like owned a couple of franchises and things like that. And my life changed drastically and it was a very difficult change for me. You know, I was used to from the Navy right to the fire. I was a diver in the Navy and then went right into the firefighting. And uh, then all of a sudden now working on a couch you know, one-on-one with people and, and, you know, doing this nutritional thing and running these businesses, it was a loss of identity for a long time. My body was having a difficult time adjusting Mm -hmm. because it still wanted the food as I ate as a firefighter and as a, a, a soldier, but then the expenditure wasn't there. And this is where the, for a lot of years, the misconception of muscle turning into fat because athletes that were athletes, all of a sudden when they, um, they stop doing what it was that they were doing, they'd get fat. Their body fat percentage, their composition would change.
2: They maintain their six thousand calorie diets. Yeah. Right. Right. you're saying the the the, body wants it, it craves it. You're you're exactly what you're saying, right? Like
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like a budget, guys. Like, you know, if you make six hundred thousand dollars a year and then you're cut back to three hundred thousand, still a good income, but not when you've adjusted your your living to 600,000, it could be a major step backwards, right? And you could be living in literal poverty, like you could be getting things taken from you. So when I started to really kind of find my balance, I jumped into veganism. And I started to do a lot of running, I did some extreme, you know, I did 30 hour uh, uh, races. And um, um, anyway, it was I was 30 hour races. Yeah, yeah, like these uh, adventure races with like rock climbing and canoeing and, and mountain biking and orienteering
0: and stuff like that.
1: Did um, you ever do the ones through
0: the mountains? There's somewhere I, I don't know if it's like a hundred mile race or something. You run through the mountains. Th- this one wasn't no. I mean, that's that's
1: crazy. I mean, those. This was like multifaceted. So we had um, we had different places where we jump into these. Like I remember being out in the Atlantic at uh, two o'clock in the morning and. Uh, you know, nothing but a compass and a chem light and we're, you know, and anyway, but um, my body adapted to that. And I found switch to veganism was phenomenal because I was just go, go, go. And the less muscle I had really, the more I could go, go, go. So I dropped to about 155 pounds. I was, you know, ripped inside out. I had nothing like, it was almost like stripping down a vehicle for a very long journey. I had very little fat, I had very little muscle, but I was lean, you know what I mean? And I could, again, I could run forever. Um, but that changed now because I missed that push and pull. I, I love being able to pick shit up and put it down and knock things <laughs> over, right? It's, it's just part of me, and I love being able to pick my kids up. I don't want to outrun my kids, <laughs> not really. So Unless there's a bear I coming? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? you know, faster than bear, just the person next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, congrats so, to
2: running 30 hours. That's like, I have a hard time being on the treadmill for 30 minutes.
1: I so. fell asleep on my bike. Like I I literally woke up in a ditch. I fell asleep <laughs> on my bike.
2: What? And, that's uh, not funny. I had to get but... back
1: up. No. <laughs> so, that's I mean, it's an extreme sport for sure.
0: That's well amazing. and that that sort of speaks to the the lifestyle change that is required for something. Like that's a drastic example, but right. going from one thing to another it it isn't just and that goes back to talking about the different types of diets. If you stick to something for a couple of weeks and you're not going to really see much difference, but if you stick to something for a couple of months, then okay, I notice the difference now that this diet is having on my life rather yeah. than just trying to do it, okay, 2 weeks I didn't lose anything so I quit. I'm done. This isn't working. Right. It doesn't work. No, that's,
1: yes. that's, that's not, that's not the timeline for evolution. It's right. longer.
2: Right. It's I, I really like, I really like what's going on with the group too. And, and like, and like you said, like you got to find your thing. I think it was Darlene who posted that. Like, she's like, yeah, I've tried yeah. a bunch of different things and just nothing's working. So like, you're right. In a sense, everyone is a little bit different, right? Everyone yeah. is, you yeah. know, yeah. some yeah. people don't like to eat meat. Some people love to eat meat. You know, some people don't feel good on it. Like it's, you got to yeah. find that you. You need to yeah. find that tailor thing, but try things. Certainly, go out and try shit.
3: No, like try no. vegan.
2: Do you hate it? If yeah. you feel terrible and you're farting, poop all that time, off the list. Get it out of there, right? Like exactly. move to the next yeah. thing, right? Like, yeah, that's and the that, next part about it. Right? And I
3: keep saying this for the the workout. Same idea, right? And you'll learn this with experience. And for me, I uh, I always I was always I guess both in nutrition and fitness as I I use many of these tools at the same time. So if say this week I had lots of reward meal. I would uh, maybe try the OMAD diet on Monday just to kind of cleanse and then go mm-hmm. back to my regular diet till Friday and then kind of let loose on the weekend. And that worked great for me, but that's, that's how I learned to do it. Right. Yeah. So I use many of these tools together, you know, and I timed them so it works for me. And, and well.
1: that's right. And that's, that's the name of the game guys. Like yeah. uh, Marina posted to this, to our group. Uh, I won't mention her last name because <laughs> she'll kill me. <laughs> um, but also just for confidentiality, but, I mean, she's down, she, I, I, I've known Marina for quite a while and, uh, she's been on every single diet and she posted this, like she's been, uh, one of those, um, uh, serial dieters mm. and couldn't find anything. And, you know, she was a clean eater. She ate nutritious food, but it just didn't match her. And then she discovered, uh, a ketosis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she suffers from some hormonal issues, like in terms of, um, you know, uh, fibroids and things like that, like a lot of women are. And anyway, so she posted to the group talking about being open about, you know, being hesitant about it and reading both sides of the research and then talking to me and I convinced her to give it a shot and that I monitor, I made her a meal plan to follow so that she was getting nutrients within those. It wasn't just arbitrarily and she was doing it sensibly. Anyway, 26 pounds down now. And like her skin, she also suffers from psoriasis. And her psoriasis has uh, cleared up significantly. She just feels better. Her anxiety is down. Um, All of these things, because I think her body is not feeling like it's in the midst of a gunfight with a knife. You know, it's actually getting the nutrients that it needs in order to fix the damage. Like if I give Ben uh, a screwdriver or a hammer to fix his watch the tool just doesn't mix fit the job needed. And that would piss Ben off. Like I need another tool. I don't know what other tool I need, but I need another tool. Yeah. So it's Insight's job to keep handing those tools to people. Here you go, try this, try this, try this. And our job is not to tell them what to do, but maybe help them do it in a safe manner so that they can give us the feedback and say, yes, I got it, right? And then bam, it's, they're there for that time. And the price point, that insight is at is just for that so that they can do this say ketosis for three months and we're with them for three months and three months after so they don't recoil afterwards because they're not looking to cut bents and run because of the price point you know it's it's crazy so there's a lot of things out there right now that are that are really conflicting with the whole health experience and it's people telling other people what to do because it worked for them and people price pointing it to a point where they don't believe in what they're doing because they know no one's going to stay. They know that they've only got about this much, you know, long, longer, uh yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. So Snatch I, I've, I've got 12 weeks worth of material. And then after that, I'm as shallow as a puddle. I, I can't go any deeper than that. And <laughs> here at insight, we're calling those people out. We have all of it. We can run with you until the end
0: right well and i like I that you bring it. her up too because that is something that noticeably this podcast is missing is women i think, <laughs> I think like, we've, we've had joe on we've had <laughs> we've had the Penn's boys <laughs> well, no, that's, that's not the intent. but i mean like that women have completely different physiologies right so yeah, it's sort of yeah. anecdotal for us to talk about women's bodies right like that's sort when of we're yeah, yeah we can't yeah. really talk about yeah. women sort of anecdotally but if if we were to have somebody so if anybody wants to be on the podcast you can join us somewhere exactly <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> is, yeah we can talk about you as much as we like i guess but we should <laughs> we should really have some some ladies on some of the inside yeah we you. could yeah. there was a, a post that
1: that i that i put up to the group and i actually pulled this off of youtube and it was a uh, a tedx talk of, uh it was a trainer a lot like joel that noticed The differences in regards to you know how a woman's uh, bio rhythms are, like how they you know at certain times of the month and things like that. Because again, like um, and Ben and I, I'll I'll, I'll refer to Ben on this one, is uh, Ben and I've worked with a lot of women over our our, over our lives. Like I'd say, seventy five percent of the clientele that I've worked with over the last seventy or last twenty years have been women. So you start to as as an objective um, view um or or observer you can start to see trends so i would you know i i would actually you know talk to them and say listen you know um are are you due for your menstrual cycle like because of their scale weight going up inexplicably and then right. being upset like i don't understand i didn't do anything wrong this week but because of hormones and things like this so and okay. women lose weight women lose weight slower than men and this is my personal hypothesis based on again research and experience but women have superior cardiovascular systems okay and when women gain weight they don't gain weight like visceral fat like us men do they don't gain it around their throat they're starting to now because their biochemistry is actually changing but i'll get into that in a second so men gain weight around their throats around their midriff like around their organ tissue so
2: it's visceral fat (laughs) (laughs) this guy neck and neck and belly fat boy neck and belly fat so
1: that's, that's dangerous fat, right? That puts pressure on organs. It uh, promotes estrogen imbalances and testosterone decrease. And anyway, the list goes on. But when women gain weight, they gain weight in areas that don't have vital organ tissue. They gain it in their thighs, the back of their arms, you know, things like this because of horm- because of their hormones. Um, but also too, because of child rearing the, right. a, a female's body is used to gaining, you know, 25 or 30 pounds easily comfortably naturally whereas men we gain that same 25 or 30 pounds and it goes in places that we're not meant to keep it and sure. our cardiovascular system is not geared to support it hmm. so that's why we were getting our asses kicked for many 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 years when it came to obesity and heart disease and those related issues now it's women are really fast tracking they're catching up to us because their stress levels are far superior than men's because hmm. again like they, they do everything we – it's that song, anything you can do, I can do better. Anything we can do, they can do more of. And they do it, and now they're suffering the consequences. And that's just my opinion, but I, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's almost like they're racing us to the cliff's edge. And mm-hmm. we, as, we as people that have been jumping off the cliff's edge for so many years with these bullshit self-inflicted uh, issues, we should be smart enough to you know, turn around and say, no, 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 you don't want any part of this. You don't want to be like me. I'm a mess.
2: I find that interesting the cardiovascular part, because I remember watching, uh, like trust me, I'm the Doctor's episode. It's, it was on BBC Earth. and they did a study it was just one study, but they took you know men and women they separated, and they had one group that they uh, fasted before they had cardio. and then the other group, so it was split between women and, and men. The other group was, uh, had something had taken something, a drink or some sort of, some sort of meal or something before cardio. And then they compare the numbers over like so many weeks, I forget again. And it showed that in the most part, men lost more weight fasted, but it was flipped that women actually lost more weight with a meal in their body. So like, you can't say the same thing again, like right. what you're saying, you, yeah. you can't say, Hey, go do cardio fasted cardio to a woman. And it may not be the best result for her. Right. Like it's exactly. different. Yeah. It's very interesting. So, yeah, cause I
3: remember uh, researching it, intermittent fasting when i first got into it and it, it always said to for women to fast uh not as long as guys so we would be really? at 16 it would be at 14 i've seen just a lot online yeah hmm. yeah yeah that's very again yeah we're, we're we're
1: different creatures we've got a yeah. lot of the same like organs and, and physiology and stuff you know bones and muscles and tendons and things but the bones. Well, yeah, and, and we're starting to see that, Greg. A lot of the diseases that we're dealing with today—they're not structural diseases. They're they're s- the cellular. They're hormonal. They're right. they're uh, neurological. So, again, I, I we're not paying attention to the wiring. So, from from previous, the last two podcasts, like I'll, I I want to go back to the whole, I, I, like, and I don't even know what to call it in terms of <laughs> Greg calls it. What would you
2: call it, Neal's <laughs> – reward meal, <laughs> reward meal. <Anyway. laughs> uh, meals reward meal plan <laughs> right that's, Woo! Yeah, that's, that's, that's it's stick until we find something better <laughs> and it looks like we're not finding anything better
1: <laughs> but it's it's designed to basically like it's almost like a multi-tool for now you, you know like a, a multi-tool is a really good tool and i should really have to do something that's that's very precise. Right. You know what I mean? You can go to home hardware and get one of these tools, like these um screwdrivers with all the different heads on them, but yeah. when you really need a really good screwdriver for performance okay, race those, car those are whatever, shit
0: screwdrivers, <laughs> right? Those <laughs> are shit screwdrivers. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. yeah,
1: yeah. So but that's the thing. It's it's enough for the the average joe home improvement weekend do it yourself type person, right?
2: right? And
1: guys, that's 95% of us, the other 5% really get into like these extreme, uh, tool usage or diets sure. because they, I mean, th- their bodies are extreme, right? Race cars versus your average grocery getter, you know, race cars going to cost you $25,000 for, a um, an oil change. And it's got, you know, whereas your average everyday grocery getter, not so much. So right. this is kind of what we're working with here is we we're we're for the average everyday person. Yes, we can work with elite athletes. Like we've got a, a great, you know, a phenomenal trainer. I well, I'm on
2: here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gladiator Greg. The
1: the athlete. Athlete. If you're if you're a gladiator, Greg will work with you. Lead athlete, okay. <laughs> What'd you say? You'll eat an athlete. I said, I'm an elite (laughs) athlete. Okay. Oh, oh, elite athletes. Yeah. And I will eat an athlete as well. (laughs) So anyway, but it's just like, that's the thing, guys, like a lot of the research, like um, when we were talking about um, uh, Sean Baker, the doctor there that's spearheading the uh, carnivore movement online, like, He's the guy's a, a, an all blacks rugby player, which all blacks are like the elite of yeah. the seal team six for rugby. He's got, you know, national deadlift records. He's got a, a world record for the, the uh, concept two rower,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: like he's right. an extreme dude, right. And his body has extreme needs. So like, again, we have to not look at these people as, you know, getting advice from these people. We can take information, but to follow this person, it's, it's, again, it's an extreme version. So what what insight has done, and what I've, you know, accumulated over a lot of years is a way of feeding the average everyday person, where they're getting enough fruits and vegetables to cover that aspect. Because again, like, you know, whether or not we need them, they're there, and they're beneficial. And we're, we're deprived of a lot of these things. And the meats, yes, you know, we, we need that. We need good quality stuff. But I think really at the end of the day, if we can get those foods into us in a time frame that the body can absorb them, then it will take us to a point where we could potentially become elite. And then we can make those decisions and we're healthy. See the benefit to being healthy is that you're more in tune with yourself. So you know what works and what doesn't work when you're unhealthy, you have, you don't know your ass from your elbow. Like it's right. really frustrating.
2: Right. And
1: people are quick to jump to these conclusions where I've seen people, you know, come into my office and I've taken a bag of chips away, like a family sized bag of chips away from them a day, because they would eat one every single day. And you take that away and they feel fantastic.
2: Mm. They
1: lose 30 pounds. Right. And really, all I did was take a bag of chips away from them. Right. And it's just like, again, that'll get you so far. So a lot of it is just relevant. If you feel really, really shitty, and you start drinking a little bit more water, and you start cleaning up your diet a little bit, and even introducing the shitty food at a better time frame, So maybe their meat isn't the best organic or grass fed beef. And maybe their vegetable sources are Caesar salads. But the thing is, is that they're eating them at better times and they're eating them better hydrated and the body's actually using more nutrition from them. So they feel better and then they start to get addicted to feeling better and then they start to look into it more. And guess what? Insight is there every step of the way. Neil, what do you think about this? Oh, wait, let's give it a shot. Joel, what about exercising like this while I'm eating like this? And like, we're, we're right there with
2: you. You've got seven day a week access to us. Well, I think you hit it right on the head too is, is you, I know, I'm, I want to say nine, maybe not 99% of people, but a lot of people, like you, you got to start slow. Like you can't, you can't, yeah. like maybe these carnivore diets, these vegan diets are like, they're the extremes. But like you said, just starting small steps, cleaning something, clean one thing up, clean the next yeah. thing up. You can't yeah. walk into a gym and then, you know, expect them to do, you know, tons of deadlifts and tons of squats. They'll never come back yeah on first day do you mean you got to start me easy do you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. i did that once i was trying to train a guy got him into the, he just never came back anyway so traumatized learn that <laughs> learn that lesson but yeah you got to start like small right you got to start like yeah like you said take that one bag of chips a day they get addicted to it okay i want to get hurt i want to get better like yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah you don't throw me into running 30 hour marathons and i would yeah. die i would literally yeah. die and you, like, you got to start your way up right like
3: it's funny you say that, Greg, because most – like I've seen this so often in the gym where you get this new guy coming in and the guy was like, yo, you want to see what training is all about? And they make him do the craziest, leg like, workout. I've oh, seen this breaking. so often. Yeah, they break him. It was like, this is nuts. Like they can't sit on the toilet bowl for two weeks. Like yeah. he's yeah. not going to come right. back. I remember <laughs> no. when
0: I was in university and I was doing chest – uh, uh bench press. Yeah. And it was it was super embarrassing because like you watch all the movies and guys are like loading on 45s. Like you just put two <laughs> plates on either side and then I got under the bench and I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Boom. It didn't, it didn't do anything. Like not even an inch nothing. I was just like <laughs> and I was so embarrassed to get up and take those 45s off. I'm like, okay, I'll put a 10. And a five and, then, yeah. man, and we'll, still in move yeah, ah. no, i was still struggling i was still like eh.
2: but man you gotta start there Everyone's got to start oh, yeah. from somewhere yeah. and you, like yeah. you can't force it too much or they or people will quit or like or you yeah. switch their diet too fast and they they don't their body is changing and they're like oh i don't like this they quit and they go back to old yeah. habits right like yeah. you gotta right oh, like yeah. um, imagine imagine
1: having access to a guy like joel and maybe Joel would say, "Okay, you know what? Start with a bunch of push-ups at home, so that when you do step into the gym, you can lift weight that that you, you feel proud of. You know what I mean? Like actually prepares you for that. Yeah. Because everybody thinks that in order for you to be fit, you got to be in the gym. Yeah. Uh, we get a guy that's going to be posting to the group. He just he just dropped a couple pounds this weekend because he he went crazy. Like this guy is um, he's he's an outdoorsman. Anyway, he hiked." this insane amount of of um distance over the weekend and i'm like man you know post that to the group because that's your exercise like that's something people need to see that there's a lot more than just what's in the gym yeah right
3: that's definitely a great exercise
1: it's phenomenal and i mean you come back you feel really good like and, and at the end of the day that's what it's all about i mean. Joel and I get sore when we work out, but it's a different kind of sore. It it feels really good to have that stiffness. It makes you aware of yourself. You know what I mean? It feels, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice feeling. Whereas, you know, crippling yourself. I remember I used to teach spin class years ago and, you know, again, I, I'm not saying that I've been like this my whole life. Like, uh, you know, the empathy and the understanding of other people. Um, I, it was, uh, it was, um, I don't know. Like it's uh, anyway, it was a dick thing to do, but I would purposely, <laughs> I would purposely shorts? try, shorts, like, I didn't have a, I didn't have a successful class unless someone threw up. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. And okay. and that's the thing. I pushed them, I pushed them. And then I'd start to see that only the elite would come in and I was missing out on all the other people that were potentially going to die of heart disease and needed, needed the exercise. Right. Yeah. 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 I was, I was being a jerk and I was, you know, you know, like, like they didn't want to be there the same way as new year's. You, you have these idiots within the clubs and stuff like that to turn their nose up at the people that are just showing up the new year's resolutioners that want to change their life, right. but they get in there and they feel so goddamn uncomfortable yeah. because they have the posers and the influencers and all these other people in there. Um, yeah. It's really cool to have a very cost effective, a very experienced group of individuals that can get you ready to get in there so that when you go in there, you feel confident,
3: Yeah.
1: right? right? You, you wouldn't go to a dance class or a, a dance uh, recital if you didn't know how to dance. Mm. Right. True. And but a I mean, lot of people don't have uh, the money for trainers. Sorry, Joel, but a lot of people don't have the money for trainers. Yeah. So they but, walk in there and they want to
3: figure things out, but they just can't. And it's sad though, cause it shouldn't be like that. It, it should not be like that. And that's one of the most common thing people say is like i don't want to because you know i start from the bottom the very bottom like i don't know anything and i don't want to be looking stupid at the gym but yeah you you always have this guy that's like jacked and tanned and everybody should know it (laughs) 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 damn right now chief
2: i'm in the zone Yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah
3: so and that's intimidating right like yeah it, it is i i get it but it shouldn't but the, be like that
2: it shouldn't that be thing. like that
1: you're right joel and you know, it wasn't catch 20,
2: back in the day well the catch 22 though is if you if you, you want to learn how to do deadlifts and stuff like that i mean you got to do it though right yeah. and if you don't if you're not equipped at home you got to go so it's like you know it's yeah. what do you do right like, but you can build up but again
1: totally. that's what joel knows you can build up supporting muscles so yep. that when you go in there yeah definitely you feel and And the majority of the people in there are either underweight or overweight. So really, like, you don't have to enter, like, we can bring you somewhere towards the middle so that you're a healthy average. And then healthy average goes in there and you feel like, okay, and then you're like, and you guys have heard me say this before, is that health uh, is a precursor to fitness. Okay, fitness doesn't make you healthy, right? Fitness makes you healthier. You still have to be healthy first, because if you're in there and you're 485 pounds, and you're running on the treadmill and you're doing that every day,
2: your knees are going to
1: be your knees. Yeah, yeah. you're going to kill yourself. I mean, look at the um, what's happened to these people in the Biggest Loser, with you know their fractures and all of the issues that they're yeah, having okay. because they made them exercise before they dropped their weight or before they got them healthy enough so that the body looked at the exercise as uh, stimulus as opposed to stress. Right. And mm-hmm. that's guys, that's the pocket that insight fits in is that pocket yep. will get you there so that when you walk into the gym, you can feel confident. You feel, and your body feels like, you know what, this is the next step. Yeah. It's like dating oh. before you get married. You know what yeah. I mean? This is yeah. the next step. This makes sense to me. I like it here. I'm comfortable here. I don't care how people look at me because I know where I came from before I even stepped in the goddamn door. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's owning it. It's that's a healthy person going in there versus you throw someone in there and they're totally uncomfortable and they're overwhelmed. And then you put them on a radical diet and then you get them to pay thousands of dollars for a personal trainer. They're breaking fast. They're breaking fast. Yeah. Yeah. They're only going because they're paying. And then once the payment's done, they're,
3: they're out. Yeah. Yeah. get this people, people starting with our program, they actually have an edge over people in the gym because people in the gym all they've seen is a gym where COVID-19 hits and they're <laughs> without equipment and they don't yeah. know what to do right yeah if True. you start the other way man, like people underestimate the push-up like there's so many yeah, push-up yeah, variations yeah. And I keep telling this to my buddy he's like oh it's push-ups like I bench 300 pounds like no man you don't get <laughs> it like come home I'll 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 do a, a push up session with you. I I guarantee you'll be sore the next day. It's gonna be such yeah. a shock on your body. Yeah. You, you yeah. won't know what's what's going on, right? And and but it's a great place to start because then you're never without a gym. And you, you can you can later hit the gym and you know to get stronger. You eat.
0: Well and I'm, I love I'm, you. I'm, I'm glad you me. brought that up too, because as as things as restrictions get lifted, I would like to do a lot more videos in the gym and talk about some of the machines because i had a client recently that she asked me to go to the gym with her because she was terrified of these things that look like something you'd go uh, torture, see. well yeah <laughs> torture a torture machine where yeah. you see a yeah. carny <laughs> unloading at the, uh, yeah. the fair, right it's just a piece yeah. of a roller coaster that's like how yeah. do i use this freaking, where does this fit this big yeah. metal spider that yeah it's just ridiculous <laughs> so i'd like to i'd like to do some of that content too yeah joel
1: joel hit hit on a point and i i want to bring this out because it is about situationally awareness like creating situational awareness like it's that foundation if you can work out at home you can work out anywhere so the gym is an added bonus to that and it's the same as what we do with nutrition and lifestyle is if you know how to eat you can eat right anywhere right but people like we've seen with these extreme diets and stuff they have to pack and weigh and measure everything with them and they can't go across the border because I can't bring my own food with me across the border. (laughs) You know, all of these things and their friends stop inviting them because they can't eat what's served to them because they don't know how to navigate the macros because they're, they're not, well, you know, Neil, what's a macro? I don't know. Right. So this is what we teach people is it's self-empowerment. It's empowerment. So should they choose to go to the gym? or stick with a particular way of eating it's because it's their choice because they know it's their choice. I know what's out there. Right. And I yeah. choose this one.
2: Yeah. It's a mindset. We're changing their mindset, right. Into yeah. into thinking healthy, into being more active, into being, you know, being more fit, be more healthy. Right. So yeah. it's a mindset choice. Change. It's changed. It's what it is. And-
3: Matt Gautreaux put it the, the yeah, yeah you, you got it. You said uh, he's trying to broaden his horizon because before you just want to lift stuff up, right? Probably talking yeah. about the deadlift, you know, and yeah. it's great, but but he's right. You got to broaden your horizon and see what's out there and then yeah. use the tools that you need to get through to achieve your goals. so
1: Yeah, and, and those goals change and the tools we yep. need to change in order to yep. accommodate those goals. And that's the thing it's all about goal setting guys. We have to have something worth, totally. you know, worth worth doing. We have to have, like with us, it's about growing the inside community. We wanna reach as many people as we can. And we want people to understand that we're there for the average person. That's our bread and butter. That's who we want. Those are the people that are dying from heart disease and their mm-hmm. marriages are breaking up because they don't know who they are anymore. And you know, they hate who they see in the mirror and yeah. all of these things. Like All of these things are happening to the average everyday person but 99% of the six pack abs and the V shreds and all the shirtless tattooed dicks that you see on, on YouTube are 12 week programs, you know, and they're, they're, they're trying to sell you like an elite athlete and we're not guys. That's true. We've got families and, and, and jobs and everything else. So how does an elite way of eating fit into a normal lifestyle? It's a square peg and round hole. And it's just, it's it's making people broke and it's pissing a lot of people off and it, they're getting just sick yeah. and tired of it
2: yeah. well and they then they get you know discouraged too because they absolutely they fail at it and they go oh geez why did i why i must be i'm a sucker you know like yeah, yeah. but it's not the case like you're yeah, yeah you're, never meant to you're expecting yeah. to run the 30-hour marathon when they you know they should yeah. be on the treadmill for five minutes at least you mean like
3: yeah, yeah. Like and this. they're all over the place these these dudes they I, there's one i keep seeing on facebook it's just this super jack dude rip looking at a distance with the like this sunset in the background it's like wow that's so like not realistic <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving, driving what a, a douche fancy car yeah. Right yeah. yeah yeah what a douche <laughs> if you want to be a
1: douche <laughs> you like this yeah. <laughs> but it's unfortunately this is what people are looking at and this is it's it's the loudest voice, right? It's that yeah. guy in the room. You know, everybody seems to gravitate towards him. But now that we're older guys, we start to see that the you know that that douche that was in the room that came in in the fancy car and he, all the bravado he was has a massive, He's a massive car payment. He has <laughs> a massive car payment, right?
2: That yeah. I mean, that or or he worked his ass off yeah, for years and yes. years. And got the foundation and got the base and, and, but, and, got, Greg, and then Greg, went to Greg, the extreme. You let's,
1: be, let's be honest. The 99.9% of the guys that worked their way and got that car, and I know one of them. He's an ex-RCMP officer. He owns a chain of Wendy's. He's got two Lamborghinis and a McLaren P1. I saw that and
2: downtown. It looked nice.
1: You <laughs> would never know it. He's giving right. it to grads to take to their grads right? Yeah. It's not the guy that he, you'll never right. find him. The flashy, he doesn't even have a right, Facebook right. account, right? Right. You, right? This is what I'm saying is, again, you got to be careful because True. you see, like I've learned that, you know, through dating years and years and years ago, right? It's, it, it's, it, it's just those guys are, are shallow. They're not deep and they'll give you your 12 weeks, but they won't give you anything more. Right. We're here for a relationship. We want to build mentors. We want to be there for you so that you can learn to be there for others in the community. It's this whole people helping people thing. Yeah. And it's time for that. It's 2020. We've had COVID. We've had, you know, everything happen to us. So we get to start seeing the importance of being there for one another, not in a big, large, boisterous capacity. It's not about, and I, I use this example in one of the emails I sent out to the community regarding brush your teeth. Going to the dentist twice a year is not going to do shit for your teeth. Yes. Saying "I love you" on your birthday, at Christmas, and maybe one other holiday during the year is not going to keep a relationship together. It's the day-to-day shit. It's the mm-hmm. stuff: getting up and saying "I sure. love you," and you know, having a sandwich ready once in a while for your partner, like pouring yeah. a cup of coffee. That's the stuff that keeps things together, and that's what we need to start focusing on. And that's what Insight is laser focused on: mm-hmm. is the everyday, every day, yep. every day. The grind. The grind. We're on yeah. it every day. The mm-hmm. four of us on it every day, right? We're posting, we're commenting. And no matter how big that community gets, we're going to have more people like us that have built themselves up from the trenches, like, you know, Matt gutrow and a, it, other people that are going to be mentors within the community. So totally. they're going to have our backs. And all of a sudden we've got a multitude of people there to help you keep you inspired, keep you motivated, you know, all of the things that you need and not cost you a shit ton of money
2: yeah
1: right yeah right it's i as you can see i'm a little passionate about this It's <laughs> oh, right because no. right? i've been passion. that dude i've been that dude that's you know cost the douchebag you know? i've been the douchebag yeah <laughs> i've been the douchebag no i've Woo. been the fat kid that grew up and wanted with a chip on a shoulder right right and, and that's the thing. And then I charge people exorbitant amounts of money in order to give them you know, what I, what I wanted to give them as opposed to what they needed. Right. And this is what insight is all about. And that's what the four of us are working our asses off to do for people is to figure out what it is that they need by listening to them. And that's the community. That's, that's our way of communicating and connecting with people.
0: It's very true. Right. You too can be an insight member. For less than $40 a month, you can have a personalized meal plan, access to our app, and our private Facebook group, as well as other perks and prizes. For more information, go to InsightHF.com.